Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us today. As Actually, I'm coming to you the night before, I'm coming to you last night from my room in Nashville where I'm at the National Religious Broadcasters. And to be honest, I am exhausted. I've had such a full day, so inspiring, but 12, 13, 14 hours of solid meetings, interactions with people, uh, my brain's kind of fried. But here's an important lesson. We talk here about getting in the Word of God every day. We talk about not just doing it when you feel like it. And so I'm going to tell you tonight, I'd rather be over there sleeping in my bed, but we're going to spend a few minutes together in the Word of God, and it's going to be worth it because God sees when we are consistent in putting Him first. And I will tell you, the people I found who are solid, mature Christians, they build good habits in their life. And habits that they follow through on, even if they're tired or don't feel like it. And we're going to do that right now. So let's get right into the book of Philippians, right into where we're at, and see what God has for us today. I think it's going to be good. Paul has been talking about how he, in chapter 3 of Philippians, he says that he, he forgets what lies behind. He reaches forward to what lies ahead, specifically, that he might know Christ the power of his resurrection, the fellowship of his sufferings, being conformed unto his death so that he might obtain to the resurrection from the dead. And so this was his ambition. He's nearing the end of his life. These things are probably very much on his mind, but they ought to be on our minds as well because this is the finish line and we want to be thinking about running the race faithfully until the end. So what does he say after having told us about his life? And remember, back in chapter 1, Paul urges us to make the most of our lives, to not be fooled, to not think of something is valuable that we find out someday in the future at the judgment that really we were ripped off, we were lied to, and we gave ourselves, we gave our life to something that really won't last into eternity when God wants you to have these his eternal riches and we might not have them. But after he tells us that he urges that for us, he sets forth himself as a model and an example of someone who is living for what is eternally valuable. And so he says here in chapter three, after he describes this, what he's pressing on for reaching forward to forgetting what lies behind, reaching for what lies ahead, he says this, Brethren, join in following my example and observe those who walk according to the pattern you have in us. There's a lot in this verse. First of all, he says, obviously, he's saying, uh, follow his example. We say, well, boy, that sounds kind of cult-like. We're only supposed to follow Jesus. We're not supposed to follow other men or mere men. But Paul often tells us to follow his example. In fact, there's more written about Jesus about Paul in the New Testament than any other person other than Jesus. And about six times he tells us, follow his example. Imitate him as he's imitating Christ. Paul had his value system right. You may not you may not travel to plant churches in foreign countries. You might. You might not. But Paul is saying imitate his faith, his values, his what he saw to be important, and we ought to as well. And if we do, we'll be 
will, will ha- our life will be fruitful now and will be eternally rich. But notice he says, join in doing that. This is not something just to just do on your own. We want to be Christians who are teamed up with others. I found most people don't make it if they're trying to do it by themselves. Most people don't live a solid Christian life if they're trying to live it all by themselves. So join with others. Find partners. Find like-minded people. Where you are with people who are on fire, you'll catch on greater fire. And if you're around people who are just cold towards the Lord, don't be surprised if you become cold. Join in following my example. But notice, he also says, take note of those who don't walk. Well, no, excuse me. He says, observe those who walk according to the pattern you have in us. So watch others. But notice he says, on the other hand, for many walk of whom I often told you and now tell you even weeping that they're enemies of the cross of Christ, whose end is destruction, whose God is their appetite, whose glory is in their shame, and who set their minds on earthly things. This is an apt description of non-believers, enemies of the cross of Christ. God is their belly. Their God is their appetite. They're enslaved to bad habits, lustful habits, fleshly habits. They, they, uh, th- their end is destruction. Their end is destruction. Jesus told us, get off the path of destruction and get onto the path of life. He says in Matthew chapter 7, these are people who their end is destruction. Their God is their belly, their appetite, their fleshly lust who glory in their shame. Oh my, what a verse to describe our day where people who are who we are expected and often pressured at school or work to celebrate and affirm what God says is shameful. And we're told to watch out for this. He said, these people are enemies of the cross of Christ, whether they're outside the church or inside, be aware Observe those who walk according to the pattern in Paul's life, but be aware of those who aren't. Because there are these people whose endless destructions, God is their belly, whose who's glory and their shame, who set their minds on earthly things. They're living for this life and nothing else. Hey, one thing we see in the life of Paul, we see it so much here in the book of Philippians, but we see it in his other epistles too. Paul knew where the finish line was. He knew what life was about. He knew that this life is proving ground, testing ground, preparation for ultimate eternal glory with God, where we'll be restored to what God created and wanted us all to be all along. He had his values right. He urges us to as well. But we live, we live in a world of we, we live in a world of, of this verse who's enemies of the cross of Christ. That's a pretty heavy statement. You mean someone whose God is their appetite, someone whose glory is in their shame, someone who set their minds, they can't get it off their earthly things, it's all they can think about, are actually enemies of the cross of Christ? Well, evidently so. And so instead of envying such people, 
instead of saying, how much can I be like them without really crossing the line and maybe being bad? Maybe God wants us to see these. this is not what we should be envying. This is not what we should seek to emulate. This is, this is not what we ought to look up to. But rather, it's men like Paul, men like Paul, whose aspiration was to know Christ, the fellowship of his suffering, that conformed to his death, that he might attain to the resurrection of the dead. Folks, our values matter. What we celebrate, what we love, and what do you do if you love something that's shameful? What do you do if you're, you're setting your mind on earthly things? Well, assuming you're saved, you've come to Christ, and this is just something God wants you to grow in, you make it a matter of prayer. You, you first become aware and sensitized. You, you, maybe you're saying right now, wow, I guess I do set my mind on earthly things. Or wow, I've maybe been glorying in something I ought to be ashamed of. And maybe you're becoming sensitive to it and more aware of it now. That's step one. Step two is God to say to God, I don't want to be like this, and to turn it into a prayer. And then God can lead us from there in practical steps of obedience. That being said, let's go ahead and pray right now about these things, okay? Father in heaven, we want to be people who follow our Lord Jesus Christ and who follow the godly example given to us by the Apostle Paul. Thank you. Thank you for him. Thank you for the way that he pursued you, that he did not, that he forgot the things that were left uh, in his past. He left them behind. The things that used to be of great value to him were now just rubbish and compared to the surpassing value of knowing Christ. And now, Lord, he said, he out challenges us to walk according to the pattern he has set. And I pray we would. And I pray that we'd realize that there are many around us who it's so easy to let them rub off on us. It's so easy to follow their example when in reality they're in this destruction. They have a false God. They glory in what, what ought to be shameful. Father, I pray that you would help us. If we're setting our minds on earthly things, help us to be more heavenly minded. If we're glorying and boasting in what we ought to be ashamed of, help make us aware and help us to put a guard on our lips that we don't do that. We don't boast in what we ought to be ashamed of. Lord, I pray today for people who, at their work or school, they're being pressured to, to, uh, join, to be an ally of things they ought to be ashamed of. Give them courage, wisdom, and understanding how to navigate these situations in ways that are faithful to you, I pray. I pray today, Lord, you'd help us to win others to Christ. Help us to always be alert. People need to be saved. It's not easy. People are hard. Help us, Lord, to love them with great diligence and faith and fervency as we seek to win them to Christ. We pray these things and bless you now in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Hey, thank you for joining me today. Like I said, we come here every day, whether we feel like it or not. We come here every day. We make it a habit of getting the Word of God, and we know God's transforming us. Thank you for being along. If you're new, a special welcome. I hope you'll subscribe to our channel. Put it in your schedule to be here regularly, either live at 8.30 a.m. in the morning or later in the day, or even listening to the podcast 
on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platforms. We'd love to have you along. I send out a daily email. If you don't subscribe to it, go to Tom the Preacher and receive it. It's usually related to what we talk about here. It'll give you kind of like that Cliff Notes uh, version of it so you have the verses and can remember it and so on. I love you guys. So glad to have you along. God bless you, and I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Bye-bye.